0: You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 173. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. I am so grateful you are here. Today I am in Chicago, I am spending some time here before I head out to Costa Rica at the end of October and it is so good to be back in Ann Arbor, Michigan and Chicago, two of the places I have lived over the last several years since graduating college and it's kind of a nice respite even though I'm still technically traveling to go back to places that have people and places that I know and love. So it's a little bit of familiarity amongst what is still essentially a lot of moving around. In addition, this is my birthday on Saturday. I'm turning 32 and it's kind of hard to you know, imagine being 32. It's not something I really have focused on in terms of a date specifically, but when I think back to all that has happened over the last year, it truly is pretty incredible. One year ago, I was interviewing Liz Gilbert for the show, which was a personal and professional, you know, aha moment, a peak moment in my life, if you will. I have really looked up to Elizabeth Gilbert for so long and to have her on that show and get to spend time with her through that was truly special. And then the unfolding of the relationship, going in different paths to then selling the house unexpectedly to then going on this trip over the last five months. All of this stuff is things I could not have imagined back when I was turning 31 last year. So in the vein of all of this that has unfolded, I've decided to throw out the notes and to throw out the plan that I had prepared for this episode. I am going rogue this time. I usually do a pretty hefty amount of note-taking before getting on the show with you guys just to make sure that I can get all my points across and not have to stumble through what I want to share with you. But today it just wasn't flowing to do what I was working on previously. It just wasn't feeling right. But the thing that lit me up as I was walking back to the house, knowing I'd been putting this off for long enough and trying to figure out why there was this kind of feeling of force with getting this show out to you, and it was because I think I wanna do something different than I've ever done before. I want to share my birthday wishes for you. So instead of doing what I was going to do, which was to have a subject, which I think I'll cover later in the show, just not this week, I think that the better idea is to just pour my heart out to you, just to be truly here with you. I just recently spoke at the University of Michigan Business School. I go pretty much every semester, as long as I'm in town, to go speak at my old advisor, Professor Mary Hinesley's classes. And when I get there, I just sit on this table in the center of the room with my legs crossed Indian style simply because that just feels the most comfortable for me. And I know it's not a traditional way to speak to a class, but when I go there, she lets me say whatever I want to say. I can swear. I can be completely honest and forthright with these students and share everything that I wish someone had shared with me when I was their age, since I had such a difficult time with the business school and how it was kind of setting me up in many ways to go against my own strengths and to point out my weaknesses as it were i felt like a round peg in a square hole and ever since then i've loved to go back and share for everyone that's there a different point of view that's not what they're necessarily taught through the school or through a lot of society's teachings which of course you guys can say is like no surprise given the content of the show you hear every day on the show Now I'm going to kind of take that idea. It felt so good to do so, just to get out there and let it flow from me. This is what I'm gonna do with you guys today. I've never done it in this way on the show before, but let's see how this goes. My hope is that this will uplift you and that one of these wishes for all of these different types of people or people that I typically run into through email or in the meetups that we have across the world at this point or here in you know the show or the guests we've had on the show. These are different types of people or places in, in the world that you might be facing right now in your life. So there's going to be thoughts I'm going to share with business owners, people that are parents, people that are college students, people that are going through breakups or dating or in marriage and all those sorts of things. I'm just going to share with you what's on my heart, the same way that Professor Mary hindsley lets me share with the students. And I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, I'm just going to share with what comes forth from within right now. So that's what I'm hopefully going to share with you, and as always, if this resonates with you, take it, and if it doesn't resonate with you, that's totally fine too. Hopefully something I share in this episode will be something that your heart needs to hear as much as mine does in this case. So let's get started. All right, I just have like literally guys just typed out different types of people that I interact with through the show or through real life on a daily basis. So I'm just gonna start off with whatever that person is and then see what comes from it. So we're gonna start off with the business owners that are out there, the bloggers, the creative entrepreneurs, the non-creative entrepreneurs out there, whoever you are that may be owning a business. What I would love to share with you is if you are in charge of your own career, one of the things that I'm focusing on now and is finding so much relief in is dropping the deadlines consider dropping your self-imposed deadlines and seeing how flow takes you from one thing to the next this doesn't mean that you stop all forward motion it just means you stop taking specific dates and making them things that quote unquote have this value to you that you're arbitrarily pushing against if it ever feels like force try seeing if you could let it go and see how things flow instead Of course, this gets a little bit more tricky when you have other people on your teams too. So I'm not saying every single deadline is unnecessary. Things have to get done. We do have the show going up for you guys every Tuesday and Thursday on the regular basis here on Team Lively as well. But it feels so refreshing to see how things unfold when flow happens. And I'm even seeing in my own career as I've let things flow like the book and not pushing that out as fast as humanly possible. Other projects have a chance that I wasn't even thinking about at the time to percolate, come up, and then may align at the perfect time to be released with the book in ways that I had not anticipated previously. So cool things that you may not even expect to happen may happen when you find the flow instead of forcing things and just kind of going on the treadmill of business. So that's just a little thought for the business owners out there, is to see if you can find the flow and release the grip you might have on deadlines as something that are imminently necessary, especially if you're a solopreneur. And again, this isn't to say you're gonna push it away and never do it at all. That's not to say that's the truth, but what it might help you do is release this attachment your ego has to the outcome so that you even make sure that the projects you're working on in the first place are truly aligned with your intuition. The ones that aren't are probably the ones that when you take the deadlines off and when you stop beating yourself up for not completing those deadlines are the things that you may not actually want to even complete in the first place. And something truly aligned for your intuition may surface instead. So what about for those people who aren't liking their day jobs? My birthday wish for you is that you find a value that you can practice in your current job every day until your intuition leads you to the next job that you have. Please recognize that this is not the last place you will likely be in your career, but that you do have an opportunity and every day, even this one right now where you're not necessarily liking your job, you have an opportunity to grow and develop your own values and practicing them regardless of the circumstances. So even if the people or the place that you're going to is feeling like it's not the way you'd want to continue going, but your intuition hasn't led you to something else new yet, please look at this as a huge opportunity to grow in ways that are going to serve you better in the next job because often if we haven't figured out where we're stuck when it comes to this job, what values we're not living, then we're just going to take that stuckness to the next job we have. And I think that if we can truly find a value that we can lean into and practice and find that fulfillment and joy coming from practicing that value, even in a situation we're not thrilled with 100%, that we're going to find that things unfold and flow in a more peaceful and faster way. And even if they don't unfold faster, let's say you're gonna spend two months at this job until your intuition leads you to the next. If you're sitting there every single day for those 40 to 60 to who knows how many hours hating that job, and feeling like it's not good enough and you're totally tapped out and turned off, those two months are gonna feel like two years versus if you find a way to connect with your intuition and think about the values you can practice there, Those two months are gonna be this amazingly rich playground for you to practice and grow and strengthen your connection to your intuition, to your joy and fulfillment without the circumstances having to change, which is truly the ninja level of mastery about all of this. And those two months are gonna feel far more fulfilling and seem to, I think, go faster for you than the two months if you're totally turned off. And also, I think it's gonna give you more energy to pour into the rest of your life if you're not disengaged for that long during your day. So that's what I'd love to wish for you if you aren't loving your day job. Now for parents with young children. This one's really interesting. I also have one for parents with older children too. And I would love to say for these, even though I am not a parent, I am someone who has many people with children or friends that have children and also having been a child who has had parents and just kind of seeing what I am looking forward to bringing to my children. Please, I wish for you, if this resonates with you, of course, to not put your kids in a position where they're expected to live your values, but you help them uncover their own. I believe that each child comes into this world looking to have their own journey and their own mark on the world, and their parents are a wonderful resource and foundation as they get started, but can ultimately cripple them if they try to fashion their children into their own image. So if you can help your children to uncover their uppercase V values from a young age and help them to look within themselves and foster that connection to their own intuition instead of forcing your own ego, let's face it, oftentimes the ego or fear or your own intuition on them, that letting them to do that for themselves from a young age and letting them develop that over time and then trusting them and showing them that you believe in that and letting them have those examples to fall back on in their own lives. So when they make bigger decisions as they get older, they're going to be able to face that uncertainty that comes with them better. I love for those young children to have that. And if it's possible for you to help foster that in them, I believe that's the greatest gift you can give them. And for parents with older children, let's look at you know those that have children that are in their 20s or 30s or are far past. Again, do the same thing. Please help your kids to show your support through showing your unconditional support to them following their own intuition, their own gut, their own heart please ask them to look within themselves instead of outside of themselves for the answers that they're seeking and then support them as they make those choices. Even if they're not in alignment with you or if they're not in alignment with what your ego's afraid for them, please show them compassion and support as they go through this and let them make the mistakes that may come. They will be stronger for it. I know that for myself, having been self-employed my whole career and having gone through so many things personally and professionally that were so challenging, I am where I am because I've been able to face difficult things and I have been supported, but not in a way that I've been told what to do too much after college. It's really just been about me finding my way on my own. And over time, all of that difficulty and all of that stuff that was so hard for me to go through has brought so much into my life, and I'm so grateful for it. So I'd love for those parents with older children, that would be my wish for you. And then just to watch them blossom and watch them on their own journeys as best you can. And also, again, looking within yourself so that if you have those older children that you may look within, if you've spent so much time looking outside of yourself at them, that you look within within yourself and find what is next for you in this chapter of your life, what's new and fresh and exciting. How are you learning and growing within? That is really an exciting place to be. Now for the college students, this is exactly who I just spoke to this week please look within yourself and start trying to tap into that intuition start to bring practices of mindfulness into your life i wish that for you only because i know that when you have the ability to have more consciousness and awareness in your life you're able to then recognize when you're getting tripped up and you're not going to be so triggered by it it would be wonderful to have that awareness within so you're not so triggered by everything that's coming at you in them years and months to come to have that awareness through meditation, if that sounds interesting, and just to practice that now and to be aware of the intuition and start to try to write to it. That is amazing. At that age, I wish I had been doing it for that long or even younger. So all those parents with the young children out there, start to see if you can let your kids help start writing to their intuitions at a young age. That is truly where so much richness lies in yourself. And I hope that you are not afraid to do what is different than the peers that you are around. At the time when I was graduating, I was the only entrepreneur in the business school and I was going off to do my jewelry business so that I could one day spend my time writing books and helping people basically in the exact ways that I'm doing today. And people thought I was crazy for doing so. They all wondered why I wasn't going to get the standard business school day job that was gonna pay a lot of money. Instead, I took a risk and I decided to follow my dad's advice, which said when I was poor in college and I would be poor after college if I had my own business getting started, that I wouldn't know any differently. So I would be able to go through the ups and downs of the beginning of a business from a very small scale because I wasn't used to having much stuff because I was a, living in a dorm room in college after graduation, that would be a pretty similar lifestyle. And I wouldn't feel like I was missing out on anything because I hadn't gotten used to any more. But he said, if I had had a day job that would have given me a cushy salary, my lifestyle would have risen to that. And then I would have had a harder time leaving it in the future. This is not to say everyone should go be an entrepreneur by any means, but it is something to be aware of that when you get started and you get accustomed to the lifestyle that comes next, if your intuition is calling you to a direction that may be riskier or may involve more sacrifice or you know, selective opportunities that may be calling for less income Being aware of that from the beginning can help you to avoid getting stuck in the trap that feels scary to leave when you have adjusted your income and lifestyle according to where you're at. If you can stay living simply, it'll be easier and you'll have more flexibility. So even if you do get a wonderful paying job, to keep your lifestyle relatively simple, if you do want to use it as a stepping stone to something different, that may require more risk or uncertainty, That is something to keep in mind, and I would wish that piece of information is shared with you. It may not resonate, it may not be right for you, but that was one of the best pieces of advice that I ever received, and I'm so grateful that I followed it given my own path because now my life is very different and my circumstances and finances are far different than the beginning, but it was able to increase in proportion to my career increasing. So it wasn't scary for me at most times. And I got used to relying on my intuition more than anything because I was guided from that source. I was able to face that uncertainty every step along the way as well. For those who are just going through a breakup right now, I totally know in the last year what that can feel like. And I just hope that... You find a way to find alignment from within instead of alignment in the relationship. To start to look within yourself, to find what your intuition's peaceful knowing about the situation in your life is, and to start to think about your life from a broader context than the relationship itself. Because if you can find that alignment within, then you're going to find that place of peace within. And as the emotions rise and fall with the things that come through a breakup, coming from that alignment that can be potentially at a higher level than where your ego especially attached to in the breakup situation is going to help you ride through that in a more peaceful way. It doesn't mean to distract yourself. It just means to look within and try to find the ways of finding alignment that aren't related to a relationship status at all. Because the better off you are, the better you're going to react to the relationship ending itself. And the better things will flow from that breakup too. When Mr. Lively and I did complete our relationship last year, I was at an all-time high in my life and he was doing great too in many ways. As we went through that, because we were both in a good place and we weren't looking for that alignment within each other, we were able to heal and not really, there wasn't even anything much to heal out of, just to unfold that relationship in a way that has been consistently supportive and positive every step since then as well. So finding your own alignment and then going to look at what is right about this relationship and whether it needs to end with that's right or to stay in it that is amazing i've seen a lot of people that choose to make the choice to end a relationship only after they've really run it into the ground and they say there's nothing left they've given it everything they can and there's like nothing left but then there's no love left to take with them to the next relationship or to actually have for that same person into the future We don't have to hurt each other just so that we can qualify why we're ending something. You can love each other and still move on to a next chapter if that's what your intuition's leading you to. For those who are sick of dating and are ready to be in a relationship, oh, do I hear you and do I feel you? I feel like this summer has been a very interesting journey for me personally. I went from loving the idea of dating in the first maybe four to five, six months to then getting kind of ready for it to end and ready to find that person that I want to be with. I hear you and if you are looking like I am, and have found myself over the times of this travels going, oh, is this the one, is this the one? I hear you and I feel you. And again, I'm going to say very similarly to what I've shared for those who are going through a breakup, trying to find alignment within because as you're starting to date and if you're looking for your alignment within the new partnership, it's really easy to do because it's so exciting in those first few weeks and months to put all of this attention and energy on this other person and how great it feels. But once you start to really sit all of your joy and fulfillment from that specific aspect of your life overall, or you're waiting for that to actually happen, you're less likely to maintain it. You're less likely for it to continue. I've seen this happen in my own life in several different situations where either I am sitting there wanting the relationship to provide my alignment, and so things are not working out. Or when I'm in total alignment, I'm finding the best potential partners of all because that's where I'm in alignment with, that's the people that are being attracted to me. But then over time, as they're so good, I start to get so focused on those relationships, and then I end up thinking about how they need to keep showing up for me in the ways that I need them to show up in order to maintain my alignment. And ultimately, that is when things can fizzle too is when i put too much pressure on the relationship to provide the alignment so for those who are sick of dating this is literally speaking to myself here as well remember to find your alignment first and then ultimately to maintain it not from the relationship itself but from within yourself and that again listening to your intuition is going to be the quickest way to tap into how to do so given your current situation and your circumstances And for those in relationships, I, again, implore you, this is kind of an all around for relationships, finding your alignment from within and not expecting your partner to provide that for you and not expecting their behaviors to provide your own alignment is a wonderful way to continue to support each other without leaning on each other like two boards, if you will, leaning on each other rather than standing tall and holding hands. Instead of pushing each other into boxes that you both need to fit in, to fully stand tall and then hold each other's hands, that's what it feels like to be in alignment versus when you're trying to find your alignment within the other. And for those who are thinking about ending a relationship or are not sure if it is time, please know that you being in the best spot in your life is going to help you be clearest on what the action is to be taken. So if you are not feeling wonderful in your life, please find a way to find that internal alignment before taking action, before making any choices. Because if the relationship is in your best place, when you are in your best, if you love being in that relationship, that is a great relationship to stay into. And when you're low, your ego's just picking on it making an excuse. At the flip side, if you're at your best and the relationship does not live up to that same vibration, if it's not up to that same level of how wonderful you feel when you feel wonderful, then that's going to be a greater sign for you that this is something to end. But either way, please know there are no mistakes. There's only wonderful lessons to learn along the way. There's only things to be gained from every experience and that over time, as you learn to look inward in your intuition, you're going to find the answers you need. And every step along the way is going to show you that. So if you don't know yet, that's okay. You're still collecting data. And please learn to find that alignment within yourself so that as you're in that great place and space, you're going to be able to see with fresh eyes whether this relationship going forward is a fit for you or not. For those who feel like everything has been taken away from them, This is kind of a general subject. I kind of feel this way in many ways. I don't have a partner. I'm not around family or friends most often while I'm traveling. I don't have the possessions I used to have. I don't have routine. So I can imagine for those who feel like everything has been taken away. Now for me, I've been able to flow with everything being taken away. I've been able to do it in alignment with what's happened. But if you have done that yourself and you're feeling in alignment with it, or if you haven't been doing it consciously and it's all been taken away from you against your will or your ego's wishes in those cases, Please know this again, this is all about alignment, I guess, as I'm looking at this. It's so interesting. I didn't think about what I was going to talk about, but when I think about what's the first thing I can say, I can say that this trip, at least for me, and this adventure and this loneliness that comes up from time to time as I'm going to all these places and just trying to follow my intuition, even when my ego desperately wants a person or place to hold on to, I've recognized this is the perfect place for me to truly practice that alignment I keep talking about for me to find it within myself, not within routine, not within partners, people, or places. This is the perfect chance for me and for you, if you feel like you've had it all taken away, to truly get grounded from within yourself so that as new things come into your life in the future, you're able to have that strong foundation of your alignment without it being reliant upon anything else outside of you, no routines or circumstances or people or places need to provide that for you. And this is the beautiful, perfect place that you have the opportunity to develop that in. And of course, this doesn't mean that people that have routines and people and places in their lives can't do this, but if you feel like everything's been taken away, there's a beautiful simplicity about that that is heartbreaking at times for the ego to handle, but ultimately can be a breakthrough for you as well. For those who aren't sure what to do next, if you're not feeling like you really have a clear knowing that's obvious and exciting to act upon, please try to find a way to flow in the meantime with what is showing up in your life. That would be my wish for you. Please try to flow with what is coming up for you and collect the data as you go. Find the data pieces as things and situations and people flow in and out of your lives. Find a way to just collect that data and eventually there will be a tipping point where you do know and you will act and have faith on yourself. Have faith in yourself to act. Don't worry, the ego will say, well, what if it comes up and I'm afraid to act? Don't worry about that. Have full faith in yourself that when it's time to act, you will act. And when you're not sure what to do next, it's okay. I went running a few weeks ago, I think it was in Ann Arbor, and there was this really, really foggy morning, and I could only see about 20 meters ahead of myself. It was so foggy, I could barely see the lake I was running next to the whole way. But even with all of that fog and white clouds around me, I could still see within that 20 meters a beautiful focus on everything that was in my immediate surroundings. And it really reminded me about the power of the present moment. When we really aren't sure what to do next, what we're really invited to do is to feel fully present with what is in our lives right now, instead of future tripping about what we want or what we think will be around the corner. And the cool thing is, as you keep flowing, just like when I kept running, the 20 meter vision that I could see would change because I was moving forward. So as you flow forward that 20 meter vision is going to show you new information that new data that i talked about and as you see that new data new things will emerge and you will eventually have a tipping point to the next thing, but there is no more beautiful way to stay present, I'm really learning, than to recognize the uncertainty and to not try to solve the uncertainty before it's shown to you from your intuition. I know the ego likes to sit there and make pro and con lists all day long about what to do next, but truly I'm finding that those rational approaches to decision-making, though are very extremely popular in today's society and culture, I'm finding I think are ultimately based more out of fear than out of love. And when we make decisions based out of fear, we're not aligned with what is possible truly in our lives. And we may be even pushing aside opportunities that potentially could come into our lives that we wouldn't have seen otherwise had we went with a different choice. And that isn't to say that things that are great in our lives, if we act out of fear, won't show up. I just think that we might be delaying them longer than if we can just find the flow and just hang on a little longer in the present moment with the uncertainty. So we're really wonderful either way. Either we'll make the rational choice and then it won't work out potentially and we'll find that out and then we'll course correct from there having made that choice or we can sit and float a little longer. Not float, but like flow. So not forcing and not paddling in one place, but just find that flow, stay calm and allow that next 20 meters to be shown to us and take action from there. And for those who are afraid to make a mistake, This is something that I've definitely seen come up with some friends recently have been asking me. They feel afraid to make mistakes in their careers or their lives. Please know, as I just said, that if you do decide something out of fear or out of some rational thought that may be kind of loosely based on the ego versus intuition, don't worry about it. It's all gonna work out. The universe course corrects, the river keeps flowing, If you keep going, the river's just gonna find a new way to flow you to something new. So really, there is no wrong. There's just going to be more information and new choices to be made. But at the same time, if you're afraid to make a mistake, just wait till you have the alignment and take a breath. Take a pause to find what the answer is within you is telling you. And again, if you still act out of fear instead of it, that's okay. Please give yourself epic empathy and compassion because that i find is the quickest way to get out of the ego's shame spiral when you do quote unquote make a mistake that the ego perceives is that it's going to want to guilt and shame you like ah i should have listened to the intuition now and said i didn't and here i am and i hate it what a bad choice Instead of doing any of that, give yourself compassion for the fact that this is something that you are learning as a student on this planet. That's what we're here to do is to learn. We're not here to be finished. If we were, then there'd be no point for us being on this planet. If we're finished, then we'd be done. So this is the point. The things in our lives are going to keep changing and evolving. So we get to continually learn new things and grow. So this is just an opportunity for you to do that. And giving yourself that compassion and empathy is gonna be the quickest way for you to get back into alignment with your intuition and what it has for you. Because it doesn't see you as a mistake. It doesn't see you as making mistakes. It may see you acting and having fear in your life, but it will not necessarily call you out on anything. It will not be mean or berate you. And if you are doing that to yourself, you're holding yourself apart from your intuition. So giving yourself that compassion and empathy as consciously as possible in the present moment it's going to help you align with your intuition's view of the situation as quickly as possible. And then it's going to help you uncover what its advice for, is for you going forward. For those who are afraid that they made the wrong choice, this is continuing to go back to this. If you feel like you've made the wrong choice, again, give yourself that empathy and compassion and return to your intuition and follow its advice for you. I know it can feel so scary to look inside of yourself, and the intuition is something that a lot of people's egos will create a ton of resistance to doing, saying I don't have time to do that or whatever it's going to say, when truly it could take as little as a few seconds or a moment to ask it a question and get an answer. Maybe you can spend five or ten minutes even a day, but often people will make excuses saying that they don't have time to do this most powerful practice that they have in their lives. And that's okay. Please consider, I guess, I wouldn't say that I'm gonna force, you know, it's gonna be easy to force an ego that's really resistant to this, to really start doing this immediately, but please consider and start to ponder where you're getting your love and approval from. Are you seeking it from outside of yourself and your peers, partners, or parents? Or are you looking for it within yourself? If you think you're getting it from within yourself, that is a wonderful thing because when you get your love and approval from yourself, you're more likely to listen to what your intuition has to say. And when you're caught having possibly a ton of conditioning in our culture and our families and our societies to look outside of ourselves for love and approval, that's what we're often seeking guidance is from people outside of ourselves or our rational minds because our rational minds are thinking about the things that people outside of ourselves have taught, not the intuitive guidance from within. So if you feel like you're afraid you've made the wrong choice, please consider giving yourself that love and approval in the face of the fact that you quote unquote made the wrong choice according to your ego and give yourself that love and approval. Keep mulling over that, keep dwelling on that because as you start to strengthen that, you're going to start to strengthen the inquisitive possibility or curiosity that looking inside of yourself may be useful. For those who are feeling lonely right now, this one almost brings tears to my eyes because it's something that I can face so often on this trip. You're not alone. And even when you feel alone, you're not alone. If you can even just recognize that you have these two voices within yourself, you'll have endless conversations between the ego and the intuition. So I understand when it feels lonely. And when you find a way to tap into your intuition, you will find the guidance you need so that you will connect with the part of yourself that's not lonely into others in your life so that you don't feel lonely as well the other more practical answer i have or wish i have for you is to start asking people questions that's one thing I can say I've learned on this trip is that I can have a conversation or a new friend for life from the simple question, what is the Wi-Fi password? Wherever you are, if you are around people, you have the opportunity to ask someone a question. It could be a simple favor, like what's the Wi-Fi password or can you hold my bag for me while I you know, get onto the train platform, whatever it is. If this ticket is the right ticket that I need to show the conductor at the next stop, whatever those simple questions could be, how's your day, whatever those easy questions are you can do that and then start a conversation from there especially if you are traveling saying like what is the Wi-Fi password and then where are you from totally works I know this might sound crazy but I told my little brother to do this as well and he did it in Greece and ended up spending an entire day with a group of people because he simply asked the question what's the Wi-Fi password so again you don't have to use that it could be where's the bathroom where's the best coffee in town how is your day going What do you do with this company? Whatever it could be, if you could start to ask questions of other people, it doesn't mean you have to force a connection or a conversation to unfold from there, but it's an opportunity and an invitation to make that happen. The other tip I would have and wish I'd have for you is to use that time when you're feeling lonely to connect and learn from teachers that you admire. That's something that I've really learned to do on this time as I've been alone is to really listen a lot of times to teachers that I recognize in the future have a relationship and I am speaking and connecting with that partner. I won't have as much time to dive into listening to teachers that I deeply admire and can learn from. So that is an opportunity that comes from a time where you may be alone. For those who feel overwhelmed, this is something that I have felt so often. I think this was the number one emotion that wasn't positive that I shared with Brooke Castillo on an episode a while back. As I said, I often felt overwhelmed. Please try taking more stuff off of your plate. This kind of goes back to the business owners. My wish for you is that you lighten your load, that you don't take on as much in as short amount of time as you have previously maybe expected or planned to. There's so much peace that comes from doing less. And I'm not even saying that you have to do less overall. I'm just saying you do less per day. So just take it at a pace that is maybe slightly slower, but much more enjoyable. Please consider that if you can. And really, if you feel like you can't, start to look inward with your intuition and really look at the things that you think you cannot live without and ask your intuition if they're truly important and necessary. Because often I think, especially in American society, we are rushing, rushing, rushing to the next thing and we're putting tons of things on our plates. Then those things become shoulds instead of wants. And when want-tos turn to have-tos, then we lose all the joy and the presence and the fulfillment. We're rushing through them more than we are enjoying living them in that moment. So please try to lighten the load by not necessarily crossing things off the list, although if the intuition says to, absolutely please do so. But at the same time, try to do what the intuition feels aligned with instead of looking for the to-do list to dictate what your day will be like. For those who feel like they need a life plan, please know in my 20s I totally did that and I followed a lot of it ironically to the T and now I am dune bugging all over that life plan and I can tell you it feels like I have a second life in this lifetime. So if you feel like you need a life plan, please know that many people say to and that can feel comforting to think about that, but overall I think if you really want to live an alive exciting, unexpected, if you want to feel surprises, if you want to have moments of awe and wonder, it is an opportunity to be surprised is to fully live this moment and not against your intuition, of course. So I know that like hedonism can come into play and there could be a lot of talk about what will be missing if you don't plan. I'm not saying you don't actually listen to your intuition and do what feels right for it. But at the same time, I think things like getting married by this date and then getting a baby by this date and all of those things that we put on ourselves from a young age, we put this little ruler, if we will, and we wanna measure up to it do muggy all over that thing. It can be so much more exciting. And you know what? I feel more alive today than I've ever felt in my life. And I have no idea what's coming next. I don't even know where I'm staying in three weeks. And that's really not necessarily where you have to be, but I'm just saying that you can go from being a person who wants to have all the plans to having none and feeling great at the same time. So feel like the pressure is lifted at least a little. I'd love for my wish for you to be, to lighten the load, to take a relaxing break from all of that stuff and just see what's in front of you and keep taking one step at a time and waiting for that knowing to click. And the minute it does, Go with it, let the knowing guide you more than any piece of paper you've written down the deadlines on. For those who worry a lot, this is something that I've seen a lot of people do, especially in the US, but also I've met people abroad that worry a lot too. I don't think it's just an American thing here by any means. If you're worrying a lot, please give yourself compassion and empathy for it. Because really I think that's the first thing that needs to happen is is the compassion and empathy about that feeling that you're having so that you can loosen its hold on you. Because we don't grip as tight to the worry and to rationalizing why it's important to have the worry when we're giving ourselves empathy about the experience of it and the emotional discomfort that comes with it. Try to give yourself a break and then see what comes up after you've given yourself that break. See what emotion or thought or curiosity appears after you've given yourself a lot of epic empathy about that. For those who feel envy on social media, this is something that a lot of people face. If you're feeling envious on social media, and I know a lot of the people we've had on the show that are wonderful people that you may be feeling envy about on social media, and knowing many of them personally, I can just say that everyone's going through their own things, and the people that look like they may have it all together online may, if they're aligned with their intuition, And that's really where it's coming from, not from the pretty pictures or the things that they're showing up in your feed. It's not coming from those things, it's coming from their alignment with themselves. And then the photos are a reflection of it. At other times, people may be presenting a face that they think they should be doing out of fear. I'm not saying that I know a bunch of people doing this out of fear, but it could be also that too. And either way, their lives are in a direct proportion to their own alignment, not to the circumstances you're seeing on their feed. So please know having pretty photos does not mean having a fulfilling life. The fulfillment does not come from the pretty pictures or the things you're seeing out there. It's coming truly, purely from the alignment within. Because if you're trying to get that fulfillment from anything that you are seeing on social media something like an accomplishment or an outcome and that's all that really it's about is just getting this little quick win and it's not about that alignment it's just about collecting the next shiny penny and that's it with no alignment then it's exhausting and they're not really when they sit down with themselves in a quiet room on their own necessarily feeling any better because of it so please don't look at the people's lives and what they show and depict as an indication of anything other than things that are showing up in their lives. Recognize that people's alignment and therefore our own alignment is truly the whole game. That's it. It's not even a game. It's just an opportunity we have in every day to connect and to find that source within because even when you do that, even when you find your own alignment, the envy on social media will feel less exciting or less appealing or less tantalizing. It won't seem as interesting. You'll be able to appreciate those that are in alignment as well. And those that aren't, you'll have empathy for too. So it's not about what you see. It's about how aligned you feel inside. For those who are facing negativity from people online or in real life, please know the negativity that they're sharing with you is a reflection of where they're coming from, not you. For them to take the time to negatively share with you is a reflection of where their mental state and emotional state is, not an actual reflection of where you are in your life. Please don't let their external misalignment affect your own internal alignment. And I know that's so difficult, but when you're really in that alignment, and this is something we all get to learn over time, we can have empathy and compassion for those people that are sharing that negativity with us, not because we need to be bigger than that or anything, but because we truly see what is happening, which is that each of us in every moment has a choice. We have the choice to share our lightness or our darkness with ourselves, with others. And when we are sharing, it is a reflection not of the person we're sharing with, but ourselves. So as I'm sharing this with you, this is a reflection of where I am coming from. I have no idea how you're gonna receive it, but I know where I am coming from. And when you have the people coming from negative places trying to tear you down, it's only because that's what they're feeling inside of themselves. So please know that and then recognize that with empathy as much as you can. It doesn't mean you have to rescue them or change them or listen to them. It just means that having empathy for that pain, because we all know what it feels like when we have pain in our own lives, and we can share that with them publicly or privately, it doesn't even matter, but either way, just recognizing that it is not a reflection of you, it is a reflection of them. If someone does have something constructive to share with you that they would like for you to know and change in your life, if they're coming from a beautiful, wonderful place within themselves, they'll be able to do so in a way that is not mean or tearing you down in any way. So recognize that, you know, it doesn't say, I'm not saying that there's no constructive criticism or we shouldn't listen to what people are telling us. It's just to say that when people are sharing their light and they're sharing their help with us, it feels totally different than when negativity is forced upon us. And that is a reflection of them. And ultimately, we can have compassion for it because we know when we have our own negativity, we share we know that we're not in a great place as well. For those who listen to the show, which is all of you right now listening to the show at this point, thank you so much for being with me on this journey. I know the show has changed a lot over the years and is continuing to unfold in ways I don't even (laughs) know what's gonna happen next. And I just... I want to thank you for being with me. I know what I'm sharing is not always the stuff that's most common online or popular out there in the world. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for being here with me and for sharing with me. You have been such a light in my own life. Seriously, the light you guys share with me as speaking of light and sharing it is incredible. You know, you only have so much time in your life and your day to spend doing something. And for those who have sent me emails or messages or tweets, no matter what it's been, thank you so much because it really is a reflection of your light you're sharing with me. And I appreciate it so much. And I just hope that I have been able to share my light with you in some ways that have benefited you. And maybe something on this episode has benefited you as well. I have no idea how this episode is gonna turn out since this is my first one, just turning on the mic and going with the flow, but I hope that it has resonated in some way, big or small. And I hope that these wishes, if they feel right for you, are something you try yourself and your own life to adopt or to consider for yourself. And I love you so much. Thank you so much. As this journey has unfolded and as I've talked about the loneliness that I've mentioned, you guys have been... (laughs) my boyfriend, if you will. You guys have been my partners on this journey. I'm not truly alone, even when my ego thinks I am and says it'd be so much better if I could share this journey and amazing life with someone else. The truth is you guys are that someone else. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to and I get to continue to do so. Whether there'll be interviews or whether there'll be solo shows like this going forward, it will all flow as it should and as it will. But I just want to thank you so much for being here with me. You guys are incredible and have to say, I know this sounds weird, but you've given as much to me as I've given to you and more, and I'm just so grateful for what we have together. And there you have it, guys. Before I share where I'm going next, I'd like to share a bit about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. As you guys know, I am all about bookkeeping the easy, simple, social media type way through FreshBooks. FreshBooks is bookkeeping software for creatives and online business owners and business owners in general. If you want to invoice people, this is the place to do it. If you want to track your expenses, this is so simple. If you want to time out all of the clients that you have and bill them for hourly, there are apps for your mobile and for your desktop. So you can just click that client, click the rate, and then you're off to the races. You can do it down to the minute, which was kind of nice when I was doing interior design to say, this is exactly how much time I spent working on your project. If you would like to check it out and get a free 30-day trial, you can do so over on freshbooks.com backslash lively. Again, that's freshbooks.com backslash lively for your free 30-day trial. I hope you love it as much as I do. Now for where I am next week, I'm going to still be in Chicago and I'm thinking about doing a meetup on possibly Tuesday next week. So please go to Instagram at Jess C as in Chicago Lively to find out details there. When I have them, there will be a post up there to explain where it's at. I have an idea of where I want to have it, but I haven't checked with them yet exactly on the exact date that will work for us to have the meetup. But if you are in Chicago, I would be wonderful to give you a hug and hang out with you for a little bit. So again, details will be shared on Instagram. Until next week, guys, may something wonderful happen to you today.